the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League, your number one source for all the league's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. I'm Justin Kinner hanging out with you here this week and bringing you another edition of the podcast. Just a reminder that all interviews that we do here on the Reach the Horizon podcast are brought to you by Zervita. And our guest this week, uh, one of the new head coaches in the Horizon League, however, no stranger to this particular program he's taken over. We have Matt Crenshaw, the new head coach of the IUPUI Jaguars, hanging out with us here today. Coach, welcome in, sir. I hope all is well. All is well. Thank you for having me. Tenth head coach in program history, you being a former player, a Hall of Famer with the program as well. We've seen this pattern throughout college athletics and college basketball, especially as of late with former players getting the opportunity to not just become head coaches, but to take over their alma mater. Being a head coach is special no matter what program you have, but how much more special does it make it you getting to take over your program that you spent your playing days at as well? Uh, It's hard to really put into words, but that was one thing that uh, that I sold that uh, in, in the in the job process. Uh, no one would be able to hit the ground running like me. Uh, no one understands the uniqueness of, uh, of of this great institution and the uh, countless relationships that I was established and connected uh, over my years, and the ties to the alum. So uh, for me to be back, I mean, it's something that I've always thought about. As, you know, one day become the head coach here and uh, just having more success than I had as a as a player and as an assistant coach. So uh, it, it's really hard to describe, but it's uh, it's going to be special. What are coach? What are some of the you know with the program? You know, having some down years as of late. Obviously, I'm just like, what are some of the missed opportunities that you think that the program has missed out on that you're excited to, as you said, be in the driver's seat now to take advantage of those opportunities that maybe you felt have not been taken advantage of as as of late. Well, it starts with the in-state recruiting. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as you look at the roster right now, there are zero uh, players from the city, state of Indiana. Uh, that is an issue. You know, uh, Indiana had always been uh, our hotbed and our, our place of uh, of recruiting, and we had success over the years. And um, not for sure why recruiting went a different route, but it did, and uh, that's one thing that I'm looking to change. Uh, from day one. Now, with that, what are some maybe challenges uh, that that you think you're going to face right now? Maybe not just the Jaguars program directly, as far as what you're going to go through, but like from mid major standpoint. You know, you got the transfer portal out there. You have players who are are, are up and leaving left and right. What are some challenges that you're facing? Is that uh, one at the top of your list? I'm sure. Uh, the challenges that I'm facing, or uh, I would say, like many, but but right now that I talk about the immediate challenges, it was just. The, job, the timing of the job, getting the job so late. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was behind with some of those people in the transfer portal. Had it been two or three weeks earlier, I would have probably be done recruiting for this class, um, you know, because I wanted me, my staff, we want to be um, meticulous in what we do. We just don't, don't want to sign anybody. Uh, we want to make sure they're the right fit. And, you know, we want to um, build a culture in my eyes and my vision. So um, they all of those things have to align. So, uh, that'd be the immediate challenge, but like you mentioned, the transfer portal. Uh, I think it's so many kids in the portal. I'd say maybe it was 1,600. I'm not for sure. The number haven't been looking as frequent. <laughs> but what I'd say is half of that number is about relationships uh, with the student-athletes or failure to have them. 
you know, so you, you, you put a lot of time into recruiting, and then when those student-athletes get on campus, you're not living up to what you said. You're not living up to what you sold. And anyone that knows me, uh, I'm a straight shooter. Uh, I'm going to tell you uh, what it is and how it is in the recruiting process, and that won't change once you get on campus. So, um, you know, that that's just something that, that I'll attack. Um, but everybody's going to face it. Uh, the reality is when you're in the mid-majors uh, and you have a person that, you know, says an all-conference player as a freshman, he may get recruited at a higher level, but it's on you to, to have uh, shown your vision um, and have that relationship for the kid. But the reality is you can't, you, like I tell the players, and control what you can control. Yeah, and we know the, the double-edged sword that is the transfer portal. I know that it, it's viewed at with this negative connotation, but, Coach, you're taking over this program late in the process, as you talked about. Can the transfer portal be an advantage to you a bit? Because, you know, in the past, it's, you know, you had to hope on to maybe have a, a lot of, you know, seniors out of high school that, you know, haven't been recruited as heavily, and then you got to bring in maybe a potential weak class just to try to get some bodies on the roster. Does the transfer portal provide you a little bit of an advantage now? Because now you have ready college basketball bodies that you could bring in that, you know, don't have to maybe adapt to the program right away, but don't have to adapt to the college basketball D1 level right away. Right. I think it's a mixture. I think it's all about what you're looking for. Uh, for me, we're looking to total rebuild. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not looking to plug gaps. You know, it'd be different if I had uh, Marcus Burke and Jacob <laughs> and Elijah Goss, those guys returning, and then you can, you know, add a couple pieces to plug. But for what we lost, where the program is at, for me, this is about rebuilding. Um, and so uh, I want to lay the foundation, uh, the groundwork properly, and um, I was, you know, fortunate to sign one uh, graduate or two graduate transfers at this point, uh, B.J. Maxwell and uh, Zach Gunn. Uh, Zach Gunn's an Indiana kid, former Indiana All-Star, was at Ball State, was in the transfer portal before I got the job and uh, was able to land him. And then uh, I signed a, a talented uh, high school wing in um, uh, K.J. Pruitt from Sunrise Christian. So, um, it, it, it's just a mixture, but for me, it's all about the fit. You know, I just didn't want to take uh, players to take them. Uh, you know, and also it's about you know baggage. Um, you know, our, our school is unique, and um, as you're building a program, you, you don't want to bring any baggage in and red flags and and those things. So I've been cautious about that as well. So um, you know, would have liked to have gotten a job a few weeks earlier, but hey, it is what it is. Absolutely. We got Matt Crenshaw with us here on the Reach the Horizon podcast. He's the head coach of the IUPUI Jaguars. Excited to have him on the podcast. You know, the, the interesting thing too, when you, uh, want to transition to this quick, when you talk about, you know, African American head coaches in college basketball, the Horizon League is very unique. You look, you know, Pat Baldwin at Milwaukee and, uh, you know, he has good genes apparently. Uh, he just, <laughs> he just signed his son. Uh, Mike Davis, obviously Detroit, Dennis Gates, yourself. Uh, I mean, the, the, the league is rich in, in African American coaches. Coaches, and not just African, any African-American coaches, really talented African-American coaches. Just talk about what that means to have the opportunity, uh, you know, to coach in a league that obviously values uh, that opportunity to, to have African-American head coaches in the league. Well, for me, uh, as I was transitioning into, you know, going through the process last year, and then as it, it hit me as I, as I got the name, the coach here at IUPUI, um, my success and the things that I do will open up doors mm-hmm. um, for a young coach or maybe even an older coach that's been uh, maybe coaching longer than me. 
you know, I think that, um, you know, as Dennis has had success, that's um, opening doors. You know, Pat, um, you know, like they brought in a monster recruiting class. I mean, they just signed a top five lottery pick, you know, <laughs> with his son. But, um, and, and, you know, you beat out the Duke, and, and, you know, that's the first in, in history of the horizon, or, you know, the highest level ranked recruit. And then, you know, obviously uh, Coach Davis, you know, has, 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 has had success and has been at the highest level. So, uh, you know, obviously those are people that I'm going to want to lean on. Um, and um, they've already reached out. And, um, you know, I've had a relationship with a couple of them. You know, me and Coach Gates um, uh, are, you know, are good friends and we're connected. And, uh, you know, Coach Davis reached out to me on a couple on a several occasions already. And me and Coach Baldwin have had interaction over the years. And um, so those would be guys that I'll be able to lean on. But um, it's really important for me to – I know that this is bigger than me. Um, you know, maybe, um, you know, in 10 years, like, somebody won't have to wait 16 years or whatever it may be to that that's deserving and uh, has worked just as hard as anyone else and has prepared themselves for this opportunity. Yeah, it'd be nice to get to a point where we, you know, we, we, you could sit there and say, oh, man, they have a lot of African-American head coaches in that conference. Like the fact that I look at that and that pops out to me. I don't. That's weird that that pops out to me. It shouldn't pop out to me. It should just be normal, right? Like, and hopefully that's the trend that we're heading towards. A hundred percent. You know, it's special to be here, and um, and I agree with, with what you said. You know, um, it, hopefully, um, as, as we look across the nation, um, at some point, you know, we we don't have to talk about the numbers um, mm-hmm. um, of of African, you know, or minority coaches, not just African American, yeah. just minority coaches, but black coaches or, or other minorities, we don't have to talk about them in numbers. You know, it's, um, you know, it's just um, people that are deserving of the job and the opportunity get those chances, you know, and that's what we just ask for. Not just everybody's asking for in general in life and take that outside of athletics. So, um, you know, like I said, we'd love to get to that point. And I know for me, I, I take it very seriously that uh, I'm essentially would be a bridge builder. You know, um, I'm going down this path and, you know, maybe it won't be as bumpy and so hard for the next coach to go through. All right, Coach, last thing here on the way out. Again, I really appreciate you hanging out this morning. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for the program. And, you know, it's, it's you hate to see all the, the struggles with the program that lead to a new coach, but uh, this is an exciting time. It's like an opportunity just to kind of rip out a blank page or to, to rip out a full page and, and have blank slate to start over. And, uh, and this is going to be pretty fun. And I'm with you. You know, you talked about the missed opportunity earlier, just being in Indianapolis, being in Indiana. There's so much talent there. And, and just to have the opportunity to sell the program and to sell the, the history of the program and even your success as a player and now the opportunity to coach uh that's going to be pretty exciting when you talk about that opportunity right there but when you look at the horizon league so many great coaches i mean we talked about pat baldwin mike davis you know dennis gates and you know, yourself but you got darren horn over at northern kentucky scott Nagy, multi uh you know year coach of the year out of the conference the league is deep and i think it's actually one of the deep it's the deepest it's been in a while i, I think that that has a lot to do with the coaching and the opportunity for the coaches to get a few years to kind of get their recruits and to get their the foundation Laid. What's the you know when you look around the horizon like you're not a stranger to it you've been a part of IUPUI for a while but uh, when you look at what's ahead not just this upcoming season but the foundation for the league for the next couple what's the league look like right now when you start breaking down you know especially with the newer additions to the conference uh, when you look at IUPUI or I'm sorry when you look at Purdue Fort Wayne uh, and even Robert Morris well you hit it right on the head the, the league is deep it's, it's it's a bunch of great coaches you know I've had the experience to uh, 
play against one of the coaches and, and Coach Campy. So <laughs> I can't believe there. I forgot his name. I'm so sorry. I forgot <laughs> Coach Campy's name. I should be off this podcast yeah. right now. <laughs> no, no, no. So Coach Campy, known him forever, you know. And, um, you know, a lot. everybody else I've had a chance to coach against except for Robert Morris. But, mm-hmm. you know, I know he's a great coach, and uh, he's had success. So uh, this was a COVID year. I, I know that that's not the reflection of, the, of their team and their program. Uh, it was different for everybody, and everybody had unique circumstances and with missing players. So, uh, deep league, great coaches. Um, you know, that's just where, uh, you know, it goes back to me and my staff. We have to uh, be great um, targeting and being able to recruit uh, the talent and keep our talent in state, uh, you know, wherever it's at. We have to beat out some uh, other leagues. You know, and we, we, we have to hit the ground really running and, uh, you know, make a name for ourselves. You know, the only thing is, like, you know, you talked about a blank slate. Really didn't get the chance to really have a blank slate. Um, you know, we have eight eight or nine returners. So, uh, you know, we're, we're adding to this year. And then, you know, next year we'll be, be able to add uh, a few more, you know, of uh, recruits that, that, that we feel like that are, you know, program changers and, and so on and so forth. But, you know, we're, we're going to um, build a program with what we have currently. And, um, you know, like I said, it's all about the steps, um, laying the groundwork, and, uh, you know, having a solid foundation to compete in this league. It's at, a, a, you know, I'd like to say maybe it's at an all-time high, but as you mentioned, the depth, you know, with, uh, you know, Coach Nagy, Coach Gates, Coach Davis, Coach Baldwin. Mm-hmm. You know, if you name the coaches, you name those teams, um, you know, you you have to compete night in and night out, and I think that's what every league is is looking for. But you know, we've been able to accomplish it, and you know, so it's up to everybody else to uh, you know hold there. And we, you know, we have to be able to compete. For us, that's 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 uh, part of it. You know, putting a talented group out there that can compete and give us opportunity to win night in and night out. All right, just a reminder that uh, our interview today with Coach Crenshaw, as well as all interviews on the Reach the Horizon podcast, are brought to you by Zervita. Matt Crenshaw just named the 10th head coach in program history for the IUPUI Jaguars. Again, a Jags Hall of Famer, a longtime assistant coach, now head coach, and uh, cannot be happier for you, Coach, and excited for you. So thank you so much for your time. Um, and uh, now it's time to hit the ground running and have some fun. So thank you so much, Coach. Much appreciated. Best of luck this upcoming season. All right, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, go Jags. Anytime you, you know, need to reach out, I gladly come back on. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, sir. Take care. Yes, sir.